0: You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for squirrel talk. Please, sir, I want some more of RuPaul's Drag Race UK because we love love this season. Hey, squirrels, my name is Vicky Licks, master of the podcast. Uh... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to do a Les Mis reference. Master of the Podcast. Da, 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 da. But anyways, let's bring in my co-host, Selena Bile,
1: Help me out here. Hey, hey! I think you're you're mixing Oliver and Les Mis a little bit there. <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, though, if Oliver lived in France, he definitely would have been going to the um, to the Tenardiers uh, and sung Master of the House with them for sure. What is
0: it Master Master of the House? What's the second line?
1: Oh, I don't actually know the lyrics. Master oh. of the House. You know, the first time I ever heard that song was on Seinfeld. <laughs> really?
0: Seinfeld? Kramer? It was Kramer. It was It was George. Oh, George.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was his earworm that episode. Oh, my God.
0: Well, welcome to the podcast. This is Squirrel Talk. We're talking RuPaul's Drag Race UK finale.
1: We sure um, are. This is the last, this is the last episode. It's oh, an Oliver song. It's an Oliver song. The Oliver Oliver is um, I'll do anything for you, sir. So anything, um, and food, food, glorious food. That's a good one, yeah. Food, one. glorious food. Yeah, we
0: love it. Okay, um <laughs> that's her. <laughs> what are the other great British musicals besides Oliver and les Miserables?
1: Um, well. Which is All not- of Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals, Cats, Evita, Jesus Christ but Superstar. Are the, cats,
0: the cats aren't British. Are they British cats? The cats are. Yeah.
1: The cats I are think.
0: British. They've always been British.
1: I think. I know the movie is set in London. Oh. Um. Who wrote? Who wrote the, the 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 poems? Oh, I guess I guess the movie
0: cats were mostly British. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's the T cats are British.
1: There's the tea. My latest favorite British musical is Six, based on the wives of Henry VIII. It's a fantastic musical.
0: Yes, people are very excited about the Six. Mm-hmm.
1: What about Nine? Do you like Nine? Um, I do love Nine. I'm a huge fan of Nine. Six and Nine? Six and Nine, baby. Put them upside down. And my new musical is going to be called 69. <gasps> it's going to be a combination of Six and Nine. It's going to be um please sir i want some more <laughs> yeah
0: lead track on one, <laughs> <from> the 69
1: <laughs> it's interesting to me that like nine is about the nine women in his lives and six is about the six wives of henry the and it's like we always have to like number the women like we can't just have a show of women you have to be like and this is how many there are you know why because men like to use women and and they like to
0: count them as trophies, that's why.
1: Exactly.
0: That's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why. For men, there's double standards. Woman, it's like you're seen as a whore.
1: <laughs> yeah, Man,
0: we never number like, men. Look at my trophy. Look at my trophy wall over here. Look at all these
1: fucking heads of my wives. Uh huh. His. Fo- I'm. I'm watching Real Housewives of OC where Jimmy Edmonds is on his third wife, and then I understand he has a fourth one after that.
0: Oh, Jimmy Edmonds, the baseball player who couldn't shoot. Uh, who's shooting blanks, so. Uh. <laughs> he couldn't have kids? Well, no, well, I Megan, there's a whole storyline on the OCA where Megan, his wife, um, couldn't get pregnant. I can't remember, I think it was his sperm. I don't know. But anyway, she, she spent the whole season talking about, like, getting um fertility, whatever stuff.
1: Oh. Yeah, so just finished the
0: cancer season. She, she was so, oh, my God, she was so, like, um, so, I poor me, poor me. It was like, bitch, there are <laughs> worse things in the world right now.
1: Well, in the season I just watched, she kept crying about how her stepchildren weren't really her children.
0: Well, that's why she wanted to have children. Her I life, wish I was their mom. Her, her life was so hard.
1: <laughs> I mean, it is a serious issue that women can't have babies and they want to have babies. But I'm like, there's so many babies out there who need families adopt a baby. I mean, I'm sorry.
0: I don't feel bad for this Republican woman who, uh, her white line tears. Sorry.
1: Oh, is she another Trump supporter?
0: Well, they all are. It's the OC.
1: It's the OC. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Any Hootles, let's get into what we're here to talk about, and that is Drag Race UK finale, there's a lot to get into, and there's a lot of uh, controversy after this episode, so we'll talk about that too, but what happened last week, nobody went home.
1: Yeah, Ellie said it was the gag of the season, gaggier than Joe Black going first. Gaggier than taking a break for Corona. Gaggier <laughs> like, 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 than Coronavirus. <laughs> like, this chick really <laughs> has an inflated self with sen- sense of self. Um, I find out in this episode, we'll keep going through this, but I, well, no,
0: I'll, I'll say it now. I'll get it. I'll say it. Yeah. Piece. With Ellie, um, I'm, I've come around with her. I've enjoyed her more, but I'm seeing more in this final episode of how calculated. She has been how she got into the race, how she was calculated during the race, uh-huh. um, and just in terms of like her knowledge of the Wizard of Oz and knowing that that's RuPaul's favorite, yeah, movie and story, and just her playing yeah. into that. I mean, I mean, she's a younger girl. I mean, the new generations don't know the Wizard of Oz like the older generations certainly do. You know, even uh-huh. my generation. So I found that to be really convenient
1: yes and rupaul herself actually said that ellie cracked the code that's it so move over sasha bell as she cracked the code for young queens
0: the makeup the looks she just she's a pattern queen she's figured out the patterns of the drag race yeah and that's gotten to her, her where where she is which is commendable if she was a survivor contestant <laughs> but for totally. me like watching this as like an artist and as like a drag for me i'm like okay I see how mm-hmm. this is working for you. I see how your mind connects to this. Yeah. And so I'm pulled that, I feel like that's part of the reason why I pulled back from her this season.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reasons why I pulled back from her. I've come around on her a little bit, but I'm still not a fan. Yeah, same,
0: same, same.
1: So we are in the top four still. Um, And as you said, like. Ellie's calculated we learned that like Lawrence inspired Ellie to start drag back home she was like the queen that Ellie reached out to first and was like hi I think you're great I'd love to start drag well I love that the one of the first Scottish queens they've had on the show which is both
0: Ellie and Lawrence but Mm -hmm. I like that Lawrence is really a very influential queen in the Scottish community there right so at the age of 23 well i mean she's an old soul so she's Mm -hmm. she's been doing this in her mind for a very long time yeah um but i i just love that they cast somebody like that to be like to represent and just uh you know instead of instead of the first queen just being ellie you know i think it's
1: important Uh to have that experience of lawrence totally lawrence is a great representation of scottish drag yes yeah they are
0: they are very different, and I think it's good to also have that balance of you know this variety in the Scottish drag,
1: right? They're they're very different. Yeah, totally. I would love to go to Glasgow. Have you ever been to the UK?
0: I went to London, like well, we we talked about this, but I, I again I'm supposed to go to Glasgow because the psychic intervention guy told me to. Correct. So eventually, eventually, uh, I'm going yeah. to be getting some in Glasgow.
1: Yeah. Uh, my theater school had a partnership with the Royal Conservatory of Scotland or something like that, where we could go get our master's straight out of theater school. Oh. And I never did it, but I know some people who did, and they like moved to Glasgow and then ended up moving to the UK permanently. It has the
0: best fringe festival in the world. Edinburgh. That's Edinburgh. Yeah. Ed- Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Scotland is beautiful. Like it's very like um, Canadian esque in terms of the rolling hills and the greenery, you know. Right. Yes,
1: I would love it. The yeah. hills are alive. hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what happens <laughs> after, like, when they come in the next morning. They're all like, "Yay, we're the top four! Bimini has four badges. They keep counting their badges." Um, and then Ruru walks in. Well,
0: Bimini has um, uh, passed Lawrence in the Badges race. Correct. For the first time. So it's been head, and, head to head. Lawrence was very ahead of everybody and then got head to head. And now Bimini is, you know, ahead ahead.
1: And Lawrence earned most of hers before the break. And Bimini earned all of hers after the break. Well,
0: and we talk about that when they get into the little sit downs. But first RuPaul comes in to yeah. let them know what the kind of uh, the last challenge of the series is and surprise surprise sister sister See? it is um yeah sister sister drops in one last time <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> uh, they're doing a lip sync to rupaul's song uh what uh, a can you feel the love a little bit of love the remix and they all have to write their own original lyrics
1: yeah which is the standard it's what we've been seeing since season nine how are you still yeah 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 um yeah so they have to write their lyrics and they sit down and they're writing their lyrics and ellie's like how about mine and hers are like all shady and like shady the other girls and lawrence has to remind her this song is about love it's It's about uplifting each other
0: that's literally like the chorus is a little battle love
1: (laughs) yeah
0: you know it's just like um you're fat, you're stupid, you're, you know, like, come on, come on, Ellie.
1: Yeah, like, this is where the calculated Ellie comes in. She's like, how can I tear everybody down? But like, does I want you to tear everybody down here. Like, learn what the challenge is or what the song is. Yeah, so
0: it's fun. They're writing their lyrics. They're coming up with some verses. I love when they do this stuff because for me, this is the most telling uh, to me of their um, trajectory after the show It's their ability to kind of write original lyrics and like telling their story in that way. And, it, and I mean that in terms of just, like, them knowing themselves as a brand, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to talk so much about branding tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's nice. To, so, like, I always like seeing the process of coming up with lyrics. Um, but then we get to go back to the traditional, what we haven't seen in a long time, Tic Tac Lunge. Lately, it's wow. been, like, a lot of podcasts.
0: While the fake podcast with the unplugged microphones, I'm happy to just got rid of that and they're just like, no, we're just having a, a sit down. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like let's not put on these headphones. Like, but also
0: just... RuPaul I, I feel like they've stopped they've stopped their podcast indefinitely now.
1: They have. They haven't done it since um
0: Jeff Goldblum since Corona hit. Yeah, yeah. So um but I mean I mean, I feel like that's two parts. I feel like they have a frustration on their end and also just the the, the virus itself, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is a shame because I actually really like that. I uh, love their
0: podcast, friends. And I really find that like, they're both very insightful, Michelle and Rue. Um, yeah. and I, really, I really connect with Rue the most through his, his podcast. Yeah. During uh, their point of view, like you're really get to, you get to know the person beyond the show, right?
1: And their dynamic is really great because they've known each other for so fucking long.
0: They balance each other perfectly. Yeah. I guess we'll have to take over. I'll be the Rue. You'll, you'll be the Michelle.
1: We're already doing it, baby. <laughs> what are we talking?
0: Who's up first? Who's up first? Taste. Tace
1: is up first.
0: And she, is, she really knows how to accessorize herself as a boy. She loves a big coat.
1: Oh, my God. Who was it? Tenderoni, who won the the drag queen of the year competition that Alaska put on recently. <laughs> um, Tenderoni tweeted. Um, it's a drag king who said, uh, I want Tase's boy drag as my or sorry. I want Tase's boy outfits or out of drag outfits for my in drag outfits. That's what she said.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with Tase is she's kind of in drag all the time as a boy
1: as a, as Tate You know, like <laughs> promo yeah. drag. Perma drag. Did you know that Chase's father was in Wham? Yeah, but well, they
0: said that, didn't they? With George Michael.
1: Yeah. Was the like the guitarist of Wham. Wake me up before you go, go. She was she was destined to be a star. I wonder if he played on last Christmas, he'd be a millionaire. Mm. I mean, yeah, <sighs> is her is her father still alive? I think so.
0: Oh, I'm not sure might, though. He must be fairly well off. And making royalties, yeah. All right, well, that explains all the chains and the coats. She's got some money, honey.
1: And it was really heartwarming to hear that, like, the lead guitarist of Wham let his son be gay and like never tried to stifle his flamboyancy. I mean, um, working with George
0: Michael, true story, <laughs> the it's gay George
1: icon,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a lot, what now was George Michael? Did he come out? right away or did this come out later on no no no.
1: he didn't come out until so the video for for freedom 90 yeah um freedom was really his um his coming out song he was like i'm so sick of like doing what the record labels telling me to do and putting on this image that isn't really me and i'm breaking all the chains and like here i am in my like out and proud form uh huh when was that 1990 90 and he
0: when did he start like early 80s well, my neighbor is fully naked across from me. It's a woman. Oh, my God. Is that the one
1: that I love? No, no he moved it's
0: out. A, it's a woman.
1: <laughs> ah, damn it.
0: Girl, I am seeing inside your jj Okay. Um, Good for her. Woo!
1: <laughs> I relate to her.
0: Listen, I'm that person, too. She's probably doing like, you, you like that? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a war between us now.
1: <laughs> I used to. So when I first moved into my house, um, I'm on the second floor of a house. Actually, my bedroom was on the third floor, and there's a building across the street from me. And I remember going on Grindr and talking to someone and uh, finding out that he could see into my window. <laughs> so we would, we'd have like, I'd give him like a little window show. Oh, you do a little red shoe diaries. I would do it. exactly David the there writing in his diary. It's always
0: been a fantasy. I was like, oh that's why my hot neighbor that I used to have I was like, come on, let's have Rud True Fantasies a in the moment. Come
1: on. Yeah, and well, anytime out. I'd come over to your house, I wouldn't be able to talk to you. I'd just be staring out the window. You know, fuck, he was so hot.
0: Um, and nobody's come in so far to match him. So I, I'm now I'm looking at my my lady Reflection. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? Where are we with this? I don't know. Um, I'm looking at boobs. Okay. Um <laughs> Speaking of boobs, here comes Ellie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, what does Ellie talk about? She gets very emotional when she talks about her family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because we've heard the story already where, like, where Ellie's father was not supportive at all. In fact, kicked Ellie out of the house. And then Ellie's mother was like, no, you leave the house and brought Ellie back. So Ellie's mom has been a great support um, for her.
0: I, I feel now after watching this, I just, I have a different taste in my mouth from Ellie, just because I feel like she, everything's a bit more contrived with her. And, and and oftentimes on the show, people come up with the stories and like make up things and, you know, extend the truth sometimes. So yeah. I, 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 it's hard for me to like connect with her and just feeling, I feel for people whose experience this was for me, I'm just like questioning, was this your experience? I don't know. I, I, I don't want to have that. Uh, you I think I Ellie's lying? I don't know. And I don't want to have that experience in my mind when watching the show, you know, what I'm saying like I want them to be truthful. I don't want to. But she think be putting this
1: on. Maybe. Like, I'm not a fan of Ellie, but I don't think Ellie's putting this on at all because we really saw how emotional Ellie got when talking about her brother.
0: I mean, the one thing to crack the code on Dragos is, you know, you have to have an emotional story. And I'm right, saying, 21 year old. Um you know they don't have a lot to work with when you're 21 necessarily so yeah. very convenient that's all i'm saying
1: but this is why i love like taste story is taste just like yeah i was like a faggy kid and my dad let me be a fag like it was awesome
0: yeah like sometimes and we you just fall have- out of your chair <laughs> 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 i'm literally trying to arrange myself so i don't have to look at this woman right now <laughs> I'm turning my chair around.
1: <laughs> now, that's how I feel about Ellie often. Um, Ellie, Rue brings up Ellie's eight count. And Ellie's like, oh, you mean the Ellie eight count? That's what they call it in in Glasgow. And Rue's like, okay, so I've been around a long time and I've been <laughs> seeing people do this for generations so and then ellie's like well i'm bringing it into the 21st century but it's like Bitch, the 21st century's been around longer than you've been born <laughs> calm True. down it's not your fucking thing
0: was like when are you born 2000 come on
1: yeah like which drag queen did you first see do that and then steal it from ellie
0: yeah because
1: uh, there's a lot of them.
0: <laughs> it's just crazy to see. And when we see the baby picture later, we'll talk about it. But so I was just like, when was this photo taken? 2000? Like, <laughs> yeah. I literally still have a pair of underwear from 2000.
1: Like, this is how old we are. I think it's later than 2000, actually, that that photo was taken. But...
0: <laughs> My graduation from high school? That's when that was taken.
1: Oh, no. When was that? 2005? Four. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah valedictorian from my high school that's right anyways who's who was up next
1: lawrence cheney
0: lawrence cheney so here's the difference again like lawrence for me is just very i i feel like everything they say is real i i have no questions about yeah their story or i just i fully hook line and sinker i'm falling for lawrence and her story
1: right yeah yeah totally and what i like about lawrence is that like lawrence is so funny and like has such a big personality but when it comes to relating with people one-on-one, there's an awkwardness there. And I love that.
0: Yeah. And it's this thing, it's this beautiful like tightrope balance, which is very hard to do for people who are funny and comedians. They feel like they have to be funny all the time. And yeah. they want to deflect from anything serious sometimes. Uh-huh. And Lawrence doesn't shy away from that. She's able to balance the funny with also pertaining to serious notes of her life and things around her. And I think that's really commendable for somebody who's a, a a comic drag queen
1: yeah yeah there's just so much loveliness about lawrence i like ugh, lawrence has my heart and my hair so lawrence talks about how her hair has always been a fucking helmet and she has to shave off the sides to get it into a wig
0: this hair is insane the long time we thought this was a lace front yeah so i was like how is this real this doesn't look it just this looks like it's not even like it looks like fur,
1: you know. Uh-huh. Like I don't even know where
0: this is. how's is this
1: coming out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and I love it that is- Lawrence also says that like like big time ambitions are not to move to London is to stay in Glasgow and like that's where home is. That's where the heart is. Stick with it. Yeah, well, there you go.
0: They're gonna ship you out to Hollywood to film a YouTube series, and that's it. And then you go back home, Lawrence.
1: Yeah, then you go back to Glasgow.
0: And she knows she knows what's important to her, and she doesn't. Um, she doesn't. Uh, what's the word I want? She doesn't um, uh,
1: um, uh, conform. She doesn't. Um,
0: no, I lost the word. I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, oh no. Yeah, the word waiver. Yeah, sure, waiver. She doesn't waiver. <laughs> yeah. Can I sign this waiver? Mm, you better. So here comes Bimini. She's wearing four badges. They look like kitty, like little cat boobs, little cat nipples on her. Uh huh. Mhm.
1: Feed all the kittens. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a really emotional moment here because we didn't know Bimini's best friend passed away nine years ago, and on the day that they came back from uh from the Corona break. And that is what really pushed Bimini to like really stepping up her game. Like knowing she was coming back on that day. She was like, okay, I'm doing this for her.
0: We said this season was gonna be such an interesting season because the first four episodes were regular and then they took a break. And then who knows how they could come back yeah. from that break. You really have a chance to reevaluate your entire experience before and how you're gonna get back on the show. And we saw yeah. that in the girls who come back. Some of them tripped up in that process and some of them delivered even better. yeah um for me bimini if there was no break i don't think we would have the bimini
1: we have and that's such an interesting thing to think about isn't it like it totally is because i I didn't even realize that this wasn't really the same bimini from before like i thought bimini was killing it before but then i was like oh no now you're really killing it. i noticed i saw the difference and even
0: when they did the corona uh the corona special where they showed Mm -hmm. them in lockdown For some reason, when I saw Bimini in the lockdown moments, I was like, she's changed. I could just tell. I could tell. She has changed, and her mindset on the whole experience had changed. Uh Uh-huh. It was fascinating. And for her to come back, it was like, oh, she is here to to do this because she knows this is it. And and, and I think just the fact that this was on a friend's anniversary of their death, that just, like, pushed her even more to, like, have to deliver, to have to represent for her friend, right? Yeah. So... I just think it's such a fascinating season that that kind of break will determine, you know, the potential winner of the show. Totally. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think every season should take a break. changes The dynamics so
0: differently than any season we've ever seen. It just changes it completely.
1: For sure. Um, Bimini also, had struggles with depression and drugs which i you know we didn't know this before um because bimini seems someone who's like so sure of themselves and so confident in in who they are uh yeah so it's like interesting to see that like there's there were there were insecurities there there's depression there as we almost all deal with uh and a a pass with with drugs and unhealthy relationship with drugs
0: well, I think for anybody that appears really confident and assured themselves, um, the underlying thing is that that's a mask for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's covering up kind of a deeper, deeper rooted issues for a lot of people. So I think, and this goes back to like things like Robin Williams, you know? Yeah. Um, I, the, the funniest person on the planet, the most lively, jovial person you could ever see ever suffering from the most uh, debilitating bout of depression. Yeah. So you really can't tell by face value what a person's going through ever. Mm-hmm. And so- It's true. Treat everybody with kindness <laughs> is, is how that should be dealt with.
1: Yeah. Um, Treat everybody with kindness is what we should be saying to the choreographer who does. The choreographer is quite kind to everyone. Um you know, gives Lawrence a little, like, I remember you. Let's do this. Because choreo is not Lawrence's strength.
0: It's not, but I appreciated that he was, like, you know, do what you would do. In the in the little breaks where they have to do their lyrics, um, he was, like, do what you would do. Like, how would you do yeah. this in your show, Lawrence? Do it. Um, yeah. I appreciate that, because it's, like, yeah, you don't... But these girls that like, can do choreo, perfect. But, like, some of the queens... And we said this on Canada's Drag Race with Rita, Rita Vega... That's not what she does. And she shouldn't uh-huh. have to, to determine if she's a winner or not,
1: you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Yeah, but- uh, What I will to say,
0: what I'm gonna say as well, in terms of finales, the way Drag Race US does it now with the lip syncs of like the Sync wheel and all these things, like I love that these, these versions of like the UK and Canada are still keeping it uh, not that where I agree the the girls with personalities can still come through and win. Yeah. We're
1: back to basics, which is great.
0: And we don't need that lip sync person to be the winner every season, you know?
1: Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. And I think even the, the the Canadian, the wait, no, I think season 13 is maybe going to give us one of those finales again this year. I hope they will.
0: I Um, hope so. I mean, I get what they did last year. Um, I wasn't feeling it through the whole Zoom thing, but I really hope season thirteen brings it back to basics. I do.
1: Yeah, I actually really liked the Zoom thing because we were all isolated in our homes, so it was cool to see for us as performers like what 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 is what we're capable of of putting on online. Totally, um, it, and means... I think I think the show ran flawlessly.
0: It did. I, mean, I, I have no issues with that. I think it just comes down to like it was again a lip sync challenge, right? So. That's yeah. wanna see things like go beyond that in terms of a yeah. of the show because that's really not the be all end all of you know a drag. Right. All right. So there finished the choreo. Anything else memorable in that? I don't think so.
1: No, the choreo wasn't like particularly like, there wasn't anything so well. I mean, it was nice to see Ellie support take uh, support at Lawrence and be like, Yes, you know what to do, just try something like this. And she did, and and it worked for her. There we go. Paying it forward. Yeah. Okay, we're in the makeup um, mirror. What's happening? They're in the makeup mirror, they're talking about their first impressions. Like, what what did you think of me when I mean of course it's Ellie asking this question? Um, what did you think of me when I walked in the room? Jesus, this um, is
0: where it's like, okay, girl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not always about you. <laughs> do you like me? Do you like me? did you like me then? <laughs> um, and they did actually. A lot of people said that they they looked at Ellie and were like, Hey, this girl knows how to do drag.
0: Well, she came in very polished, she's a very polished queen. That the one thing we can say about her even if we don't love the aesthetic stuff it's polished yeah
1: yeah like I don't care for her drag but I know that it looks good yeah there's not a hair out of place yeah Uh, but yeah other than that like the mirror the mirror talks were not particularly life-changing yeah
0: I don't remember did they talk about anything emotional
1: not really, actually. I don't think so. If they did, I didn't note it down.
0: Now, they they already talked about that stuff with Michelle and Rue. We're good for the yeah. episode. That's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. So we are on the runway. They're going to do their performance.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's right.
0: And the judges are it's just family. It's Michelle Visage, RuPaul, Graham Norton and Alan Carr.
1: That's right. And then let's get into it. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> okay. So they perform a track, which I actually really like. I like the song a lot. Did
0: um, you know this is um, off her original album from the 90s? No, really? Well, they've remixed it. But the original video, she did the song on Ricky Lake. I remember. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little bit of love goes along, long. There's a subway. wait. A little bit of love. I can't remember what one of the lines sounded really funny. It's going to come to me. Keep going.
1: (laughs) Um, Thank you for that. Uh, No, I didn't know that actually. It is. It's a fun track. I actually didn't like the number, though.
0: Well, so in terms of choreo, I was like, that's what we're doing with the choreo. (laughs) Yeah,
1: the choreo was very thin, very distanced, um, not at all exciting, like they brought in two dancers who like weren't allowed to touch the <laughs> were allowed to touch the queens, um, so it was really odd, and like Bimini didn't seem like she was giving it hundred percent. Ellie was boring as usual. Um, Lawrence was fun to watch in her solo, but like couldn't get the choreo otherwise. And then there was Tace who just gave me. Everything. What an exciting fucking performance that was for Taste.
0: Well, and going back into like different performance styles, this is what Taste does, right? Yeah. She is this performer where she does these high energy, uh, you know, remix numbers. Like she owns that and she can do the choreo to, you know, she matches her energy matches the song she's doing at all times. Uh huh. Uh
1: huh.
0: And she looks great. I mean, Michelle said she looks like David Bowie. I was like, okay, maybe not, but. Do <laughs> you think well, Joe she has the
1: like, '70s Bowie hair? Like she came in with it intentionally.
0: Joe Black didn't look like David Bowie, and you think taste does? There's yeah, mom, Michelle.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's right.
0: Uh, but I, the mullet is back. The mullet is back.
1: Yeah, we're back with the mm-hmm. Uh and we like it. But yeah, so otherwise, I, I was in general underwhelmed with the number. How how did you feel about it as a whole?
0: It was very Valentine's Day for me. I wish this happened on Valentine's Day. Right <laughs> for me, I was just like, "Ooh, give me some of them, them the spicy hearts." Yeah. What are those hearts? What are they called? Uh, the spicy ones that have like a cinnamon hearts.
1: Cinnamon. Cinnamon hearts. Oh my gosh! Um, it was really cute to see the the eliminated queens come in. Tea or coffee? Come on!
0: Oh, so that was the gig that I I absolutely loved. So first of all, they all did a great job. I didn't think anybody did a terrible job. Um, It was hard to hear their lyrics, though. The
1: music was really high,
0: and I couldn't hear what their lyrics were.
1: It was hard to hear the lyrics. Their verses were really short, and um, the mixing was terrible. Like, the the sound editing was really bad because it didn't line up with their mouths.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It was weird for me. But in terms of their performance, I thought they all did okay. Like, Lawrence is fine for me.
1: Lawrence was fine in the solo, but not in the group.
0: No, probably not. But, you know. (laughs) But again, like you said, the gag was we didn't expect this. All the limited girls come out in their their coordinating Valentine's outfits. And uh, (laughs) it
1: was nice to see them all. It gave me chills. Except fucking Veronica chose not to come out in pink and red because she wanted to stand out. So she came out in a fucking nude illusion bodysuit. Like, what? This this is why they hate her. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but they all looked incredible. Otherwise, like it was, it was fun.
1: Tay, hey, uh, did you hear about Tia's outfit? No, so she purposely did RuPaul's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, racer look. Because Ruth was like, if you had my team, you would look just like me. That's so she funny. was like, All right, challenge accepted. <laughs> Let's look that, just I like
0: you. D- I didn't even put that together. I thought that was real look.
1: <laughs> yeah, she tweeted, she tweeted that. I never would have known.
0: That's so funny. Good for you, gal. She's funny. I wish she was in the stand-up challenge. We'll talk I about I wish it, she was
1: in the top four.
0: As we walk by them. Um, okay, so that's the, that's that. And then we get into uh the, when is the reunited part of this? After the runway?
1: No, it's runway first.
0: Yeah, so runway first and then they get into like the little reunited with all the eliminated queens, right? Yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the runway and the the reunion. Yay. All right, quick break. Oof! That was a quick break. I, I pinched one off real quick too. It was
1: quick, and I broke. You broke what? Myself in half.
0: Uh oh. Ain't no love that can put that back together, honey.
1: Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Can you feel the love? I can't. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna get this.
0: A little bit of love goes a long, long way. Something better by yesterday. She does like a when she sang it on Ricky Lake, she did like a purposeful like share voice to it. Oh, um, oh! I'm thinking of a different song she did where she's in a spaceship, in a music video. Um, How does it? Oh. Damn it! Ah, it's gonna drive me crazy.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. It's drive me
0: crazy. Anyways, okay, let's move on. Let's mm. move on. All right, let's. <laughs> well, if you know the reference, I'm talking about RuPaul's in a spaceship in a music video, hold on. I'm calling a friend, we need to figure this out. Are we calling Marco? Yeah. All right. <laughs> if it doesn't go to his voicemail, which is... Oh, it's British, Her, his voicemail's British. Marco? Hello? Hello, can you talk?
1: Yeah, just give me one second.
0: Pooping? Oh, well, Marco, we're on air. I can't give you just... <laughs> <Does that work? laughs> So How many seconds do you need? We're recording our podcast right now, but I just wanted to ask you a quick, we're doing a call a friend. Oh,
1: okay. Hi. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. That's
0: okay. I didn't <laughs> tell you. How
1: could you know?
0: What is, okay. RuPaul in the spaceship. What was that music video song?
1: A Little Bit of Love?
0: It was A Little Bit of Love. What's the funny oh. song? What's the funny verse he does though? There's something that sounds funny in that.
1: Like when a share voice. Bruce. performed that on Ricky Lake back <laughs> in Oh my God, you do. Um, <laughs> she when she was singing she was like but she was like you know performing it for the crowd and like singing it like a full tilt uh she'd be like everybody shay love that's shay love. it everybody shay love <laughs> like you know, she was singing it like Cher would sing it
0: yeah oh my god <laughs> i just said all oh, this on the podcast but that was it
1: everybody share love Share love shay, yeah. love. shay. <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh my that god. That was fucking perfect. Thank
0: you, Marco. You nailed it. This podcast yeah. is gold because of you now.
1: Oh man, thank you so much. I can't wait to listen to it.
0: <laughs> 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 all right Marco, you're all call a friend for the season finale rule balls, Drag race UK. Okay. All
1: right. That's beautiful. Thank okay. you so much.
0: Okay, girl, I'll talk to you later. All
1: right, I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Oh my god. Thanks, Marco. Wow. <laughs> that was fucking Perfection.
0: Wasn't that exactly what I said?
1: exactly word <laughs> for just confirmed to everything you ever said.
0: Oh, that was it. Everybody share love. <laughs> they didn't put that in, but we needed that. Everybody share.
1: I'm very happy about that.
0: Okay, back on track. So the category is best
1: drag. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. Probably. I think so. Was it? Is
1: that what? Yeah, I was it, it, right? is. It's it's what it the, is. The last
0: runway is always just best drag. Best drag Yeah. So you know what is it? You know, you know, yeah, it is. All right. So who's up first? Bimini? Bimini Bamboulash. Bimini lash, my favorite vegan soup. And she is coming out. She's uh it's a nice day for a white wedding. And she is, she doesn't care what you say about her. She is a virgin.
1: Like the virgin. Um, yeah, she's got like a ruffle train, similar to what Elliot wore <laughs> on her season, um, and like uh, it's a wedding dress. So it's
0: literally inspired out of a wedding dress, but it's like a um, know, like a Victoria's Secret show version of that. Uh huh. And this hair is incredible because it's like a different concept for like a little short kitty wig. Like I just I love these concepts she's brought back to the show. I don't think she had these concepts in the first four episodes necessarily, you know? Yeah, she might not have. But she revamped everything. She was listening. She was paying attention to what was happening. And she brought that back with her. And that's why people fell fucking head over heels for Bimini.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, she looks gorgeous. I don't love the look overall. Um, I don't love the, like... Plain panties and I don't know. I just like the, the bodice is plain.
0: the panties are plain.
1: Yeah, like the bodice is so stunning, and I don't like the ruffles because it really reminds me of Elliot wearing a ruffle train with a belt. Like if well, for some reason,
0: don't hold that against her.
1: It just it. I don't. I'm not hundred percent sold on this look. I think it could have been better executed. I really like this
0: because it's like a deconstructed, ugly wedding dress from like the eighties, nineties. We all know this wedding dress. We've seen it in the thrift stores. They're just hanging mm-hmm. there for ten bucks. But mm-hmm. she's redesigned ten it bucks. uh in her own way. I just think that like you said, the details of like the panties, her gloves could have had stuff. I mean, these are such minute details to me that I don't care enough. I'm still gonna nut this. I don't know if I can nut it. You're not gonna nut this. I really don't love it what what did you want her i mean this is also her brand she's you know she's been showing a lot of like uh skin she's been doing a lot of like this this lingerie style stuff but in a really chic fashionable way
1: yeah i just feel like it could it needed more for me i don't know
0: you wanted it you wanted it in red red orange and yellow
1: well, that's well, that's my favorite. That's my brand. Um, <laughs> no. uh okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I can't I have to I have to sit on this one on the nut. I'm gonna sit on the net.
0: She's gonna sit on the net, but she's probably gonna cut that net, which you're crazy. People are gonna hate you. People are gonna hate you. Bim- that's a- fine. Don't go against Bimini. You know it's gonna happen. People already hate me. It's all good. <laughs> I actually really think this is kind of incredible. I think again details, sure. But like, yeah, I give it a full net. Full net. Yeah.
1: Yeah, nut it. You can you go ahead and nut it. I approve. Nice. Of you day for
0: nutting it. A nut wedding. Okay, Who mm-hmm. here comes Ellie Diamond. So this is kind of like um gone with the Windish, but she said she was inspired by Glenda the Good Witch, which is RuPaul's favorite story. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. convenient.
0: And she already did a Wizard of Oz thing earlier. Okay, okay, okay uh and then this is just kind of a classic which she's worn a few times in a different style she's got jewels Um, okay i'm gonna give this i am gonna give this a nut and it's a really big ornate dress so it's like it's a big statement piece we love um but it doesn't excite me i mean for me this is more of where i would be sitting on my nut because like for me bimbenese is yes this one i'm like eh. i'm not crazy about it but i'm gonna give it a nut
1: Yeah, as well as you, I'm underwhelmed with it. I am going to give it a nut because it's, it's well executed, I guess, and it's different for LE. I do love that
0: Alan Carr called it out as a toilet cozy, because this is full toilet cozy. Yeah. Which for kids, if you don't know, if you don't have a grandma of a certain age, grandmas used to have Barbie dolls that would um, have a little knit dress that you would put over top of the toilet roll to keep the toilet roll warm.
1: My mom still has one of those. Well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, so that's Ellie. Did you give it a nut?
0: Yeah. All right, but a you didn't. Wow, controversial.
1: I know, I know. My opinions are my opinions.
0: Here comes Lawrence. Lawrence. One last time.
1: Lawrence,
0: Jamie. And Mm -hmm. she is giving you drag race finale because she's got the racer stripes. She's got, she literally is like a NASCAR. You know i do yeah. appreciate that they commented on her hips because they do seem to keep getting bigger she's a big girl but like she pads yeah. on top of that so her hips throughout the competition
1: have been getting bigger <laughs> yeah i know it's been it's pretty wild at this point listen um, i love
0: proportion though so give me proportion we're good she's brilliant
1: at proportion this woman yes she is yeah um i love this as an entrance look
0: That's I said the same thing when she came out. I was like, oh, this would have been a perfect entrance look. It doesn't give me a finale.
1: Right. It just feels a little too like athletic wear. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if athletic wear was a gown.
0: It gives me um, like maybe like Duchess Fergie at like, uh, you know, going to Pilates.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Duchess Fergie. Uh, Yeah yeah i like it. it's it's gorgeous it's wonderful just for the finale i'm not feeling it for the finale
0: again i mean the finale is just like we really want like an a, an a like really spectacular you know moment it's your last gown it's kind of the statement piece you know yeah um, so i do like this a lot i am gonna give this a nuts but i think it's for me again it would have been a great entrance look really
1: yeah i'm i'm on board with you
0: Yeah, and the purple, I like that she did the purple, but I'm not a big fan of like this purple black because you can't see the black because the purple is so, this eggplant hair color, um, you really can't pick up the black in there. And then the same with her eyebrows. She did one purple, one black. So for me, it's a bit confusing for that.
1: I liked it on the eyebrows and I like that it was everywhere on the outfit, including in the hair, but you're right about the hair. It could have been more of a contrast.
0: I just couldn't see it. And again, when people do different colors on their eyes, I start to get nauseous. It start to It's like a magic eye puzzle, I can't. Yeah, we learned this about you earlier, yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw up. Who's up next, Tace? Yep. Tace, okay, so <laughs> she took Veronica's bodysuit. She had a little ostrich feathers to it and she's got the Naomi wig on one last time.
1: Yeah, um, again, would have been a wonderful entrance look in fact i believe this is very similar to her promo look only the promo look was white oh yeah yeah
0: it is yeah Yeah. um i'm gonna give it a cut because again it's still a nice outfit i think this is a great performance outfit but that's you know performance outfit does not make a final runway outfit right Uh uh-huh so she looks gorgeous this isn't exciting enough for me and we've seen her wear this wig several times. I believe it is her hair at this point.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> it came out of her head. Um. No, yeah, and like Michelle said, she's like, this is not a finale look, but it's taste. And I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, you could
0: say that for all of them at this point.
1: Exactly, that's the thing is, I'm really underwhelmed with all four of them.
0: I you know, I'll tell you what, out of all four of them, I actually thought Bimini had the best out of the four of them. That's why I'm surprised yeah. that you cut it so fast. I know. My I favorite. think it's a,
1: Yeah, I think it's a consensus with most people. I think everybody would say that Bimini had the best runway. I mm-hmm. just you're I just, just like liked going, it from the top from that from the waist up. I'm not a fan of it from the waist down.
0: You like going against popular culture. I see. I'm contrarian. <laughs> you're a librarian. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> A librarian, pardon my French. True. <laughs> All right, that is them. And then they go back to the room. Re- oh, no, 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 we talked to the younger selves. Yeah, they talk to the babies. Which also, I liked how RuPaul prefaces this, because um, they never do. They just pull up the pictures, we're like, oh. But she said, you know, for the audience nowadays, it's nice for them to see how uh, you talk to them, basically. It's basically paralleling the young people pictures is them talking to the younger demographic watching the show, right? Right.
1: Well, I mean, it's them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's like Priyanka it. saying. Priyanka saying, "Just be gay," and then selling merch that says "Just be gay" and 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 uh, inspiring younger kids to like, just be gay. Yeah, she's making a hot buck. She <laughs> <laughs> is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, uh,
0: anything stand out in that?
1: not really it's the standard you are gonna go through so much and none Um, of them really got super emotional though no none of them got that emotional and i actually appreciated that and i really appreciated taste just being like hey kid you're awesome keep doing it (laughs) like i like that like there's so much joy that taste got from talking to the baby picture which we don't normally see
0: yeah well taste also had like a baby picture of them in drag (laughs) So yeah it was kind of like, I feel like Taste has always known this about themselves, um, and has always been very comfortable with that. So it's not been a coming out pro- and I mean, her, her dad her dad worked with George Michael, so she's been a part of the queer community her whole life, I assume. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for some people, there isn't the, the coming out story that a lot of people have, like, you know, um, it's just part of their life. That's right. And, you know, you shouldn't have to make it into a story if it's not.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm
0: so that is them as kids and then they go backstage and who is there
1: yeah i mean they did have to talk about like why should you be the winner but like again this wasn't a very overwhelming part of the show for me
0: no i don't even remember what did they what did they say on that anything important no
1: one really said anything that stood out like i honestly don't remember what they said i honestly
0: don't remember i forgot that part yeah (laughs) I'm sure Lauren said, I, I want to represent, oh my God, I'm I'm, I'm sounding like you doing an accent now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can do it.
0: Lawrence chin, I want to represent for the Scottish Queens. I'm sure she said that. <laughs> Hello, Selena Vile. Hi, I'm back. There, there you are. Okay, um, so we're going to the back room and who is there? It is all of the eliminated Queens and they've all changed into another look.
1: That's right. They had time backstage. They switched into their own best drag.
0: I want to talk about the looks quickly when they come back on, but anything happened in just the in their chatter, in the chatter.
1: Um, nothing really a note. Just quickly, like Lawrence congrat or said it's nice to see Veronica back and like we can't wait to see you on the show next season. Um Cherry asked about the gags that happened, and then Ginny immediately got up and left. Very fun moment. We love Ginny. <laughs> um and she was like, it's just a punk thing. I just wanted to leave and have everybody gag and be the only person to not be eliminated from rebel jug race. Uh and then what is it? Oh, Ahura brings up <laughs> at least running order again, but has a better attitude about it this time.
0: Yeah. She basically said, you know, I don't blame you for the reason I went home. I went home because I I went home.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, if if you were a good performer, I was you're gonna you're gonna do well. So that's it.
0: And at the end of the day,
1: that's what, <laughs> what it comes down
0: to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that Veronica says, so diamonds aren't a girl's best friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I really, really would love to have seen how the season would have gone with Veronica still there. It was a big shock when she went home. I was really shocked. Uh, Or that she couldn't come back back from COVID, right, so.
1: Well, Lauren saw her in the top four, but I think she was the only one. I I saw
0: Veronica in the top four, I did. I saw her over there. I, I think Ellie and Veronica would have switched places. Oh, totally. Yeah, so I think that, I think it totally changed that everything, everything changed when Corona happened.
1: I could have seen Veronica going home on the next design challenge.
0: Well, she did design all her own stuff, so, yeah. To did say. she? Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she designed all her own stuff. She made all of her own stuff. Some of them were questionable, oh. but she made all of them.
1: Yeah, because the, the design that she did on the show was ugh, could so, have been the so,
0: so They're coming back to the runway, so, uh, who is going home it's or who went home first in terms of joe black no, going, not going home first it's joe black uh-huh and joe looks incredible this
1: is what i want from a finale Gosh. look
0: this is really like next level drag and for me it just like reaffirms that joe black knows who they are joe black is good joe black doesn't need the show they didn't need the show
1: yeah in fact the show may have even hurt them a little bit
0: it may have hurt them a bit, but they're, they are about They just—they're a survivor. They're going to bounce back regardless. And this is yeah. this outfit proves that. This is incredible. Uh, why are we talking about Joe Black? we were supposed to be Cherry Valentine.
1: Right. Well, because we because Joe what should have been the first one out because they were the first one out. However, they came back. So <laughs> Cherry right. Valentine.
0: Wait. Well, let's finish, let's talk about Joe Black. So she's wearing like a Queen Elizabethan <laughs> inspired look with this like ship on her head. Just brilliant. Red. Yeah.
1: Conceptual, gorgeous, stunning—a moment. I love that we had this time to get to see her
0: again in the season, um, and because that rarely happens when they bring back the first eliminated girls, right? Yeah. You know, so I, I did like that they gave that opportunity to them. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. And then Cherry comes in also in red. So Cherry is actually looking like one of my icons, which is Zayda from Neverending Story Two. This is a Zayda moment if I ever saw one. Oh. Don't pretend to be
1: interested. Um, I'm not interested in cherry at all. Uh, I'm actually, I don't really even remember this look.
0: It's just like a really red sequin with strong cunty shoulders. Um, yeah. Yeah, she made sense to go home early. Yeah. And then after was Estina giving us a black and white. And mm-hmm. uh, she looks great in this.
1: She's so stunning. She's someone I would have liked to have seen more of.
0: Her aesthetic really is. Basic in terms of like she just does like block colors of things Um, and I feel like on the show it's hard to have that translate because it's so ornate nowadays you need jewels everywhere gloves with nails you know everything needs to be stoned to an inch of its life Yeah. Um, but she's more of an athletic wearer you know simple American apparel kind of gal and it does work for her it works for her everybody has things that work for them this works for Estina and I was surprised she went home early yeah me too and stunning, she's thottie.
1: She beautiful. And then here
0: comes Ginny. She walks all the way off. Class so act. Cute.
1: Just like looks, this tiny little Nona.
0: Yeah, she dressed. I don't know if this is like a gnome outfit. Just like a little <laughs> lady. <Yeah. laughs> she's wearing flats. These little gummy flats. Oh my god. It's so ugly. It's so ugly, but that's why I love it. You know, sometimes ugly isn't a bad thing.
1: I mean, ugly is part of her aesthetic. Like it's on purpose. And I
0: I just love that they cast somebody like Ginny. For me, that was really progressive for the show. Yeah. Um. So I hope I hope that they cast continue casting people like Ginny and that Ginny the fact that Jimmy just Jimmy Ginny just like walked off doesn't stain the reputation of these kind of performers. You know?
1: Uh I hope not because I want to see more of this. Makes fun little character.
0: Veronica. She's given us like a Sailor Moon moment. I'm not crazy about this look. It's
1: very costume store. I think she was Sailor Jer- Jupiter specifically.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I don't I don't watch the Sailors, but uh, it's very costume store. She might be saving up her coins for season three. I mean, she's got to start pitch the pennies.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. That's true. You know,
0: this might have been a last second thing for her. Here comes Tia Coffee, Um, looking really stunning. This is a great gown on her.
1: Yeah, she looks gorgeous. She really has stepped up her game since leaving the second time.
0: Yeah, and I, I just love that she even was wearing kind of the same hair she came in with. That's the kind of this at, at this cultural moment, as she says. And the same with uh-huh. her. the dresses, like it's the, the print is very cultural. Um yeah. and just, and the way it's sitting on her. And then that she's got ruffles coming off of her gloves. So I feel like this has been a thing for Tia where she's gonna really explode off the show and really a contender for all-stars, I think.
1: Oh my god, I would hope
0: so. Yeah. Yeah, we love her. We love her. And then after Wait Tia, up. Tia comes sister sister and she is giving us the X, but she's also giving us Blue Mouth.
1: Again, I'd like her entrance.
0: But I like this. This tells me this is a signature for her. And I like that. She has to do this all the time now.
1: It is, she really does look great. She's really good at drag. She I've I've shot on her a lot on this show, and it's because I don't like her personality, but like in terms of looks, she knows what she like, she knows what she's doing. She's great at drag.
0: She's great at drag. There we go. And, uh, they're, and speaking of good drag, here comes Ahura. Ahura.
1: I forget kind of what she's me, wearing, what's she wearing?
0: Kind of giving us almost like another uh, take on Bimini's look, it's kind of like a bridal moment. Um, but there's also this moment with like huge sculptural hard hair that's happening. Yeah. And she's doing, and they stone the hair. It's, it's really like a helmet that they put on. It's kind of crazy, I'm, I'm really obsessed with this hair.
1: It's really stunning, it's very beautiful. I think she looks incredible all around.
0: And just the way she styled it with one puffy sleeve. I mean, this is I this is a better version to Bimini's look, I would say.
1: If yes. you were to compare the two. Yes, agreed.
0: Um, but I still like Bimini. And that is it. And then we're back to the final four. And we find out that it's going to be a final three lip syncing.
1: Yep. And the fourth one out is LED. Bye, ellie <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye ellie and we could have had that last week really but you know you know you know it's fine
1: yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. yeah i'm okay with that i'm like great you didn't need to be in the top three bye bye, 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 let's do this let's get bimini lawrence and taste lip syncing please so what is the final song um well first <laughs> the girls in the back are standing on two different level platforms Yes. <laughs> and the height difference
0: is all, too much. Gin- Ginny is already like barely five feet. Yeah. And they put these queens like like on two feet risers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the fact that Joe Black looks like a giant when Joe Black's is actually almost as small as Benny. Benny? Ginny? Um is too much. Like <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous.
0: I- I'm here for it. They're you know, they're all sculptures at a
1: museum standing on their
0: stands. It's-
1: Ah yes, and then they come to life and dance, um, while the top three lip sync. Mm-hmm. What is the song? The song is "I'm Still Standing." Oh, Elton! Than I
0: kind of a kind of a bold choice for the final songs. Uh, you know, it's Elton John, um, but it makes sense.
1: They're really taking uh, taking on a lot of male singers for their lip syncs this season, and in Britain in general.
0: And on all the seasons, really, I mean, they're really doing a lot of like uh, open ended song and like multiple artists singing. <laughs> right, right. We'll see In tomorrow's episode. So uh, the, I mean, it's really any song is could could happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I did like this as a final song. I think it's good. Tiz. What did we think of the performance?
1: Um, okay, um, I thought taste killed it. I thought Chase was wonderful. I thought Lawrence did a great job of taking the lyrics of I'm still standing and not getting on the floor like the other two and um I don't know what Bimini was doing. Bimini was being sexy sexy
0: bride it's her honeymoon it's her honeymoon.
1: (laughs) See that makes sense to me Mm. um I don't know I saw Bimini not being sure of herself in this I think like Like when she laid down her train on the ground, like she was like looking at where she was putting it and then she deliberately got down on it. And I'm like, just perform, just do it. Don't like, it was just, it's odd. It's it's three of them. They never have
0: three people on stage. This is the first time three of them are doing it and they're all having to fight for their attention, right? And this is the final crowning moment. So you have to pull out everything. I mean, she started doing like the Russian like kicks. (laughs) which it was like yeah
1: exactly that's the song to do it in
0: (laughs) i didn't care pull it out pull out that kick you've been sitting on that all season
1: yeah i don't know this just wasn't bimini's episode for me like all around i wasn't like i was i was i don't want to say i was disappointed by bimini but i was a little bit disappointed
0: by bimini i wasn't i thought she was a strong contender for me i was a bit more like um Yeah, I I thought she was a strong contender. What I will say is like similar to Priyanka and the final lip sync on Canada's Drag Race, I like that Lawrence was just holding their power and they didn't have to overperform. And I think sometimes that is kind of the best way to sell yourself, especially when there's other people on stage with you. Uh Uh-huh. When, when, you know, multiple people. So if you just hold your own power, uh, uh, don't overperform, that is sometimes all you need to do
1: yeah and this actually wasn't the first time i did three in a lip sync because canada did it that's what
0: i said priyanka did the similar thing to like what lawrence did in terms of yeah just kind of living in the number without really doing somersaults or sh- wiping their ass all over the stage
1: yeah yeah and it's really like it's just like giving the 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 tone of the song
0: are you at the, uh, are you on a british seaside i'm hearing
1: seagulls Oh, this is a seagull that's eating um Ahora and Sister Sister's costume. <laughs> the chips. <laughs> for some reason, I'm in Ottawa, nowhere near water, in a parking lot, and there are seagulls all over this parking lot.
0: Oh my god, they love to say hi to that gull for you, for me. Hey, gull. Scuttle,
1: scuttle. Bring me, bring me a diggle hopper, please.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck, I miss a seagull. <laughs> All right, so that is the number. We finish, we wrap it up, and then we have the moment of that we've all been waiting for for seven or eight months.
1: Uh huh. The, is... the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two is. RuPaul's Drag Race season two is. Together. Lord. Lord is... I it... Yeah, I wonder if we did it together. I hope we did.
0: Um, I'm sure people will hear what we said. So Lawrence is the winner.
1: Okay. Did you think that made sense? Um, I was happy for Lawrence to win. Um, I think Lawrence is a deserving winner in general. I didn't think the last few episodes were leading up to a Lawrence win, but I'm not mad about it. Right. Here's what I will say. Um,
0: I think Lawrence is totally a deserving winner. I think they represent yeah. so many different things, not just Scotland. These seagulls are giving me life behind you. It's like a beautiful... It's, I feel like oh, I'm living vicariously through you at the beach. <laughs> Bring your paddleboard. Walk seagulls! <laughs> um, <laughs> She's from Scottish. She's a co- comedy co- camp queen we haven't had in a long time. And she's also the first big girl winner we've ever, ever had in Drag ever. Race. It's so shocking. It kind of blows my mind, and it brings up a bigger issue for me, but we'll talk about it really quick here, of, yep. like, that she's the first plus-size winner on any season. What does that say?
1: Uh, it says a fucking lot, is what right? it says.
0: But here's what I'm going to say, with is that I think they were all deserving. Even if Ellie had won in this, I would have been like, sure. <laughs> I really... I would have. I really didn't care. I thought this was just a great season, so it really didn't matter. They're all winners, so it really doesn't matter. Um, But I think in terms of production, I think you have to look at social media because they film all of them winning when they film this. Uh Each of them gets the crown, the scepter, and they get their moment. Yeah, and then they choose the winner later on. I think what production needs to look at is like the following, the social media following, because Bimini had the biggest following. That has ever existed in Drag Race UK history, and she's yeah. almost, she might even make a million followers, which for Drag Race UK is unheard of.
1: Yeah, it's that, that that you're right. That is fucking huge for UK. People are just connecting
0: with her, so I think you have to realize like the people that are being connected with through social media, and that goes even with um, Drag Race Canada with Jindo. You know, um, yeah, people are connecting to certain people, so there's going to be a backlash if those high social media followers. Are voted off or they don't win. Uh-huh. In saying that though, people need to get their head out of their ass and realize this is a television show and stop directing your hate towards Lawrence because Bimini lost. Because that is just
1: insane. Bimini has done nothing but tweet support for Lawrence since the finale. As she should which I would expect nothing less from her. Yeah. So like if you're if your fucking fave can can like handle losing to Lawrence you should fucking be able to handle your fate losing to Lawrence like calm down it's not that serious nobody's making money okay no one's making money off the same thing I don't even think they get to keep the scepter (laughs) (laughs) Um, and here's the thing is Bimini's gonna be fine Bimini is going to thrive Bimini will have an incredible career you'll get to see Bimini on All Stars
0: losing is the new winning she's gonna do more seasons
1: yeah Yeah, so like relax and also Lawrence is an incredible I've seen people be like she just has a bad attitude and I'm like, no, she cares a lot and she doesn't like fucking up. Like she she has insecurities. Like that's there's nothing to fault something
0: someone over. She's called human, where we all have many different facets to themselves, and that's what happens in the reality TV show. And we could we should commend her for showing that side of herself because it's very easy to be somebody like I don't know LA Diamond and hide that yeah. shit away. So and she's uh, so
1: good at drag like her looks were incredible. She
0: just blew my mind with her looks, her her comedy, her personality. Everything she's delivered has just been top-notch. She deserved it from when she walked in the workroom for me. Yeah. I what I'm going to say is just like this and that also this hate on her being a bigger girl. Um there's there is a lot of fat phobia. I think we can clearly say that now.
1: Uh, we, we we've always been able to the fact that there hasn't been a winner until now proves that there was fat phobia
0: I mean, I was a big thing for me in season. What was it? Aquarius season, season ten. Uh-huh. I really, I mean, I really didn't think Aquarius deserved that season. I mean, say what you want about Eureka, but I thought Eureka deserved it personally.
1: Yeah, Eureka gets a lot of hate, and I understand it in terms of racism or like her racism and her, um you know, her transphobia, her racism, all the bad things that she said, but um in the context of the show i think she would have been a deserving winner for sure
0: right and that's what i'm talking about with that was where you know it just for me that was the closest person who was a bigger girl who could have won really
1: i actually thought ginger should have won season seven over oh violet also,
0: also ginger that's right that's right yeah yeah so i'm like uh,
1: violet's an incredible when violet's like flawless however like she had zero personality on the show and she was a fucking bitch on the show and she's sucked at a lot of the challenges except for design.
0: Yeah. So it's it's definitely something to think about just in terms of like what do we put on a pedestal of like these skinny girls like aquarium, you know, Violet Chachki. Uh-huh. Right? I mean there's I mean over the bigger girls with, you know, who not only have a fashion eye, but they have a full personality and comedy skills. Uh-huh. They have to do twice, maybe three times the amount of work as those skinny girls do. Totally. So I think that needs to be respected and acknowledged. And listen, Lawrence was incredible from day one and they are going to be incredible at taking this on. And I, I'm so thrilled for Lawrence Cheney, my my, my unofficial official drag sister.
1: Yes, <laughs> from the Wilma finger dew connection. That's right. Yeah, which makes her my drag cousin? Or ant, t- <laughs> we're
0: making all this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't this isn't official. Everybody, calm down.
0: We're gonna have to do a twenty-three and me to check this out. So don't. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That is the end of the season. Lauren's training one, and this. And let's like, what what are our thoughts on the season as a whole, Selena? One of the best
1: seasons I have ever watched. Right up there with season six and All Stars two for me.
0: Yeah, those are very strong seasons, and I think this certainly takes the cake with those. And the fact that it's an international season that wasn't drag race US uh, you know makes it stand out even more.
1: hmm hmm
0: So, and the fact that they had to go through what they went through, I thought this was a really well-cast season in terms of personality, variety, diversity. Yeah. Um, and they all put themselves out there for through Corona and everything else. And uh really impressed, really impressed. One of my favorites as well.
1: Yeah. Me too! What a great what a great season all around. I wasn't I'm a big fan of the last two episodes, but overall, excellent season.
0: You know what? Sometimes you climax too soon, but you know, at least you
1: climaxed. Hey, this one's all that matters.
0: <laughs> all right, congratulations. Lord, it's Jenny from Squirrel Talk. We love you, Gal. You're fab. And to everybody yeah. else. Taste was very good, too. Dimini, also amazing. Tia, everybody, everybody, <laughs> except Cherry, except that Cherry,
1: except for Cherry and sister <laughs> and Ellie.
0: We're kidding! All right, squirrels, thank you for listening to our Drag Race UK uh, 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 recap podcast here on Squirrel Talk. It's been a pleasure doing it. I'm very excited to be to just be doing one podcast now. <laughs> After.
1: yay! We hope you continue to listen to us. Oh, wait, are we going to move? Um, Uh, season 13 to mondays or are we still going to do tuesdays
0: yeah let's move to mondays why not so we're going to shift our our drug race season 13 to mondays and continue listening to that for us and uh stay tuned for what's going to happen uh after
1: we'll find out Mm -hmm. we'll see you tomorrow everybody